The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. But now we're going to talk about uh, glycophosphate. They sometimes call it glyphosate, I think, but glycophosphate is the actual uh, chemical. And the EU is preparing for discussions on whether to renew the chemical licence for that. It's the active ingredient in many weed killers like Roundup. Now, to tell us more about the issue is uh, the political correspondent for the uh, Farmer's Journal, Pat O'Toole, is with me in studio. And uh, farmer Simon Kenny, he's a farmer in Nace, he's uh, on the line. And we'll go to you, Simon, first of all. Uh, Good morning. Yep. How are you? Uh, tell us about your experience with uh, this chemical. Have you used it? Do you use it? I Yeah, so I grew up on the tillage farm and from the age of 15, I was uh, using it every year on, on the crops kind of to spray off before we would plant. So I have a lot of experience from actually handling the stuff uh, going out in the fields and, you know, I'd feel a cough or a sore throat for the few days after it. And that kind of went up to a point to where I did the the sprayer course so I had to I had to do a course to learn how to use it safely and you know we had to wear hazmat suits and gloves and I learned so much about it that it put me off using the stuff altogether and that's kind of so yeah, what, what do you use now well I don't use weed killer anymore um, and I have changed the farm system to grassland so it'd be mostly tillage farmers who would use it just to get like a clean a clean slate when they're planting their seeds but they also use it yeah. uh, to kill off the crop before harvesting that'll be a desiccation okay so, it all so, so the, the idea is it's, it's a herbicide it kind of kills uh, pretty much everything that grows and the idea is rather than have to dig out the weeds and hope you get them all or anything that might come on the wind uh, you actually yeah. kill everything so that you can plant the seeds afresh after a few days and that's all in theory that will grow in that particular field yeah, but the irony is by spraying uh, glyphosate roundup and killing everything, you're actually creating the perfect conditions for weeds to come back in. So, Because okay, you're creating it effectively. There's nothing to compete with the weeds uh, when they arrive on the wind because you've effectively sterilised the, the soil. Now, yeah. have you had yourself tested for residue? Yeah, so uh, Uplift.ie organised the, the test just to see if people were interested. So I was curious... Having used it in the past, uh, I know it doesn't hang around in the body for too long. I think it's like 90 days. Uh, but I was curious to see, was it in my body from what I was eating? And it did show up as, it was like 1.36 nanograms per milliliter. And a nanogram is one billionth of a gram. So it's a, it's a tiny amount. And that showed up in a urine test. So it didn't surprise me at all that it was getting into my body through what I was eating. Yeah. So so it's tiny. I mean, there's no uh, health risk attached to 1.36 nanograms. Uh, but at the same time, you were surprised not having used it on the farm for years that it was still present. So you figure it must be coming through your food. Yeah, I think it's coming through uh, the grains, through breads. Uh, that's my theory anyway. Like, I'm not... I, there's so much science out there that's conflicting that it's probably okay at that tiny amount in my body. But having used it on a field scale, I can see it, it just destroys habitat and it brings soil back to, you yeah. know, back to square one and it's not good for the rest of the environment. All right, you would be definitely opposed to it. Would you welcome the EU banning it entirely? Yeah, and I think Ireland have an opportunity to ban it first or even, even the hardware stores and the garden centres. Like, we could be 
uh, an influence to the rest of the world to just like just get rid of it because it's going that way anyway no one really wants it in their food mm. Yeah. All right, Simon, thank you very much uh, for uh, joining us. It's farmer uh, Simon Kenny from NACE who no longer uses this uh, chemical. So, uh, Pat O'Toole, you're a, a farmer as well as being a political writer for the Irish Farmers Journal. Um, what do you make of this debate? How important has Roundup been to farmers? It's the only universal herbicide and uh, it's been a very controversial uh, product for a long time. You're talking about Roundup. Roundup is only one of about 700 um, products with glyphosate, uh, which are glyphosate based, but Roundup and Monsanto have become synonymous with this yeah. really since the 1970s when it first and was And Roundup emerged. contains other stuff as well. It's not just simply no, pure it, glycophosphate. It, 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 it's it's, it's glypho- glyphosate with a, a small uh, adjuvant. It, it's pretty much uh, just glyphosate. Uh, but the adjuvant actually, there was a huge multi-billion court case in the United States and uh, that... Um, really they paid nine billion, didn't they? They paid out nine billion, but that hinged around the uh, the lack of protection that workers were using. So people were going out on golf courses using Roundup day after day in shorts and t-shirt and with a knapsack. Like as uh, as Simon said, when when I go out, I'm a professional user. Um, I'm registered. My sprayer is licensed, and when I go out, I have the full HACCP, um hazmat suit. I, yeah, I have I have um, a charcoal filters on my mask. I have a visor. Um, I have nitrile gloves to come up to my arm. I have uh, rubber boots, so I'm completely protected. And it's advised that you dispose of the the hazmat suit after one usage. So Galway University did a, a really interesting uh, bit of research recently, and it showed that it's endemic in in the population, uh, about one in four people. And we do need to take. You that mean we'll all have it. Uh, we'll all find traces of, of at very low levels. So, in terms of the, I suppose every every pesticide is a is a poison, and uh, in terms of Roundup and or glyphosate, glyphosate has been assessed by the WHO as being probably carcinogenic. Now that puts it in the same category as nail polish, uh, floor varnish, and coffee. Um, that doesn't mean it's not more dangerous than those substances. We have to treat every single uh, product with, with respect and, and we should be very careful of it. Mm. But about half of Irish usage, and uh, uh, previous guest made an interesting point, but half of Irish usage of Roundup is non-agricultural, what's known as recreational. And the French are now banning recreational usage now what of is that? Roundup. Uh, what is recreational? So that's footpaths. So if I want to buy uh, any glyphosate product, I have to go into my local uh, farm merchants and I buy it. It goes on my pesticide register and they report mm-hmm. that it's come to me. I have to maintain my register. It has to be stored in a safe environment, which is regularly inspected and checked. And then before I use it, I have to go through what's known as an integrated pest management assessment. So that's a four stage process, which must be documented and stored to show that I have assessed the necessity of using yeah. it. So it's, it's a very complex process. So um, it's not just about going out, but I could also go into my local hardware, buy a pre-formulated pack, throw it in in a knapsack sprayer or in a watering can and spray it on my lawn or on my verge or on my footpath. And people regularly use it to control their weeds. The problem, especially when it goes on footpaths, is that it will just sit on the ground. It won't be broken down in the soil and then it will be washed into our waterways, which is where I think it's coming from. Interestingly, um, in terms of bread, if you're eating Irish bread, you're not eating Irish wheat. We, we un- Unfortunately, because of some of the lack of the protection products and our weather, uh, we can't grow wheat for, for milling anymore and all our wheat's imported. And we do have control over most of our foodstuffs. I think it's very important that we um, 
that we know where our food is coming from. Yeah. If it's coming from outside the EU, it may have much more glyphosate than okay. if it's from within uh, it. Now, the, the question of pollinators, it's supposed to be, be very harmful to bees and other pollinators. Yeah, and again, uh, very important to have appropriate usage. So something as simple as when I'm spraying glyphosate or any weed killer, I will turn off the outside um, nozzles on the boom. So the, my, my hedges, the, the verges of the hedges are, are filthy. Um, I'll have about two yards where the combine won't be able to travel in a year like this where there's been a lot of weeds. But that protects the verges and hedges. Also, the timing that you go out when the pollinator is not on the plant. So we tend to mm. go out early morning, late evening. Um, it's about best practice. Uh, yeah, but how do you guarantee best practice? Well, there are no guarantees. Uh, it, yeah. like you know, this is the problem. I mean, you, you're being very responsible and you're wearing the hazmat suit and you're yeah. doing all the things you should do. But sure, how many people bother to do that? That's a good question. And I think that's why it should be restricted to professional user only. We need to upskill those farmers outside the tillage sector and make sure that they're, and only registered users can use the product and use it safely and effectively. Pat O'Toole, political correspondent for the Farmers Journal. Uh, thank you very much for bringing us up to speed on uh, that particular debate, which uh, will uh, gather in intensity, I'm sure. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.